Hey, welcome back to the Grow Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Anthony Thompson, and I'm glad you're here because today is one of those moments where I get to share about the Four Agreements, one of my favorite books, an incredible book. I've got it in my hand, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. And if you've read the book, more than 20 million people, you'll get the idea of what's what's in this thing. There's some great, great stuff in this thing. But what happened was I kept reading this book I kept seeing it, people sharing about it, you know, all this sort of stuff. And my curiosity started to get me. I started to kind of sense this still small voice. And those of you new uh, to the podcast, you'll know that I, I speak about spirituality as 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 commonplace. Uh, it's we are spiritual beings living in a physical body. And so as I read this thing, I was like, why do these agreements seem so familiar? And it brought me back into, you know, the scriptures. It brought, I started to get kind of these these Bible verses that would pop in my mind. And I started to, you know, obviously the, the Four Agreements is a shamanism book, right? There's It's a whole nother world of spirituality. And what I've centered on, what my focus has been on after studying them all, shamanism, the mystics, the Torah, the the Toltecs, the Rumis, the Pantangeles, the Bhagavad Gita, I get centered on the scriptures, the Bible. Okay, so this is the perspective. And so what I did was I just started to write. I'm just looking at the book now of what I wrote. And so I'm going to go through four parts of this book and what I wrote about it and expounding on that of why why there's some significant truths in here and where they are exactly in the Bible. What the Bible says about them, what the scriptures say about them. And I say that because so many times from my life I failed because I always looked at the Bible as being secondary to self-development gurus, to gurus, uh, you know, to actual gurus, to uh, some of these mystic books. I always saw those to be better than the scriptures and you might be in the same category you might be a business owner and you know you're consuming these business books consuming all of this these new things insights and information i'd love for you to pause that i'd love for you to think about why you're doing that what where why have you not dedicated the time into the scriptures and because when i started to ask myself that question i started to see that you know what when it says Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be answered. That wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom in all you're getting, all you're consuming. If there's anything you could do to get wisdom, get understanding, it's more precious than gold. It's more precious than rubies. If you go through Proverbs and you and you see what it says about God's wisdom, right? So today is if you're reading, if you're reading the actual four agreements. The first, second chapter, first agreement says, be impeccable with your word. And what I wrote in a, in the difference of it, in the scriptural side of it, is I wrote that the agreement number one is to be free from fault or blame with your words. Very similar, very similar to that, but it's fault or blame with your words. And right away in Proverbs 18, 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. What an incredible picture you have right there that your your words, your mouth, your tongue has these fruits. 
that are coming out of it, right? And what kind of fruits do you want to be sharing with others? When you think about words, I was I was instantly reminded of how God created the earth, his words. He spoke it and it happened. He made it he made it happen with his words. Right? And 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 the example we have in the scriptures, I was then I was then brought into to Christ, right? What Christ was doing, what he was about, what what his his focus is, what words he said, how he was free from fault or blame with his words. And so I turn the question to you and I think and I ask you, what types of words are you using in your own life? Not just in your own life, but what types of words are you saying to yourself? I wrote this story uh, in the devotional, and and this is essentially an expounded version on the devo- the devotional I wrote. It's on new version. There's been thousands of people that have already read it, gone through it, rated it, rated it. It's been incredible, and it's it's essentially just this this what I'm t- talking about. Right? First, I wrote it. And now I want to expound on it in this podcast. And one of the things that I caught myself as I was golfing, I hadn't golfed. I don't know if you're a golfer, but I hadn't golfed in like eight years. We had we had we had moved from America. We had we had gone to Australia to live, and you know I was starting a new business, and just it was not. It was just hard for me to just get out there and and play four hours of golf, right? And then during that time, and then we moved again back to the U.S. And again, I was rebuilding and, and start kind of starting over. And again, it was not a great time to call. But I finally got out. It's been like eight years, right? And I get out, and I'm and I'm I'm giving myself so much gray grace, so much lenient. I was just like, look, look, just hit the ball down the fairway. Just swing like a woman. Swing like a girl. Nice and gentle and easy. Let the club do the work. Boom, don't think about it. And it was great. I was having a great time out there. And I started to get some confidence. It was, it was building up. I was, you know, I was out there by myself. I wasn't even playing with anybody. And I remember getting on this hole and I was probably about 150 yards to the pin. Saw it really clear. You know, here I am kind of walking out of the car. I got my club and I'm just sitting here like, I'm going to nail this thing on the green. This is, I'm going to hit it. It's going to hit the green. It's going to backspin. You know, I feeling like I'm Tiger Woods all of a sudden. I've golfed one time in eight years. feel like I'm Tiger <laughs> like I'm Tiger Woods, right? So all of a sudden I go, you know, I'm addressing the ball. I'm, I'm, I've got a million thoughts in my head now because now I just, I want this ball to go in and I, and I hit it and I just chunk it. You know, it's like 15 yards short, lands in the sand trap. And here I am just like, Anthony, you are awful. What? were you thinking you know these are the thoughts coming through my head what are you thinking what are you doing are you serious and as i was as i was in the cart i'm driving over i'm hearing these thoughts i literally stopped the cart and i'm I'm by myself and i said to myself what are you doing right now you haven't golfed in eight years what makes you think all of a sudden you're going to hit a tiger woods shot just like that and I stopped and I said, you know what, those words, why would I ever want to use those words on anybody, let alone myself, let alone God's image? If I'm going to be be blameless and faultless with my words, I have to become aware of my words. And in that moment, I became so aware 
And I just was like, you know what? I said, I forgave myself. I said, Lord, forgive me for treating myself, for not loving you, the God that's in me, for doing those, for, for even imagining, for, for making that agreement, saying those things and, and, and those, those words over my life. I just, I said, no, those are not words of life. I'm not going to be that type. I'm not going to make that agreement. I'm not going to make my, I'm not going to choose death in my life. I'm not going to choose any type of negativity, negative energy. We want to talk energies, you know, vibration. That's true. The science that backs it and proves it and energies and those things are in the scriptures. And that is a negative energy that is going to weaken me. I said, no. Not going to happen, which then brought me into Ephesians 4.29 as it says, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only what's good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Think about that, not just grace to others, grace to yourself, loving yourself, you know, be, have no fault or blame on your words, Right. Think about who's listening. Think about the grace that you're giving, right? Another example that I wrote in this devotional, you can find it on version, was about Muhammad Ali. And what I loved about Muhammad Ali is his talk, is his self-talk. And you watch the old clips, maybe on YouTube or on TV, and he just would yell, you know, about uh, to the media, to whoever would listen, that I am the greatest, that I am the greatest, I am the greatest. And he just put that out. He put that out of those words on his life, of that of what he believed himself to be. And what happened? He became the greatest boxer of all time uh, in the world at the time. He was deploying, you know, I wrote in here, he, he was deploying a biblical principle. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. He was using, he was choosing the power of life with his words to create what he believed that he saw in his heart. That's what he was doing. As I continue to read through the four agreements, and I just, this was just flowing out of me. It was just like, it was just scripture after scripture after scripture. And I want you to see that you can go to the scriptures and they are the validation. Not, not like a validation, the validation. Everything flows from there, right? All these other things that you're finding, all these development books, all these gurus, mystics, all those things all flow out of God's power in the scriptures. That's, that's my experience. That's where I lean on it after looking and going through them all. And then I land in Proverbs again in 1624. You know it, you've heard it. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Just think, now science, if you look at Bruce, Lips, Bruce Lipton, um, a scientist that was at Stanford, wrote a book called The Biology of Belief. The, biology, the, the book that he wrote literally, sells, literally says at the cellular level, your words are impacting, even your mind is impacting the cells at a cellular level. What you're thinking, the positivity about them, what you're believing 
And ultimately then what you're speaking and saying is changing, will change the cellular structure of, of your body. This is what it says right here in Proverbs 16. Science is just confirming it. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the body. These agreements that you're making with your words are very, very powerful. Now you have the ability to choose right in this sentence that I'm going to say. This will say everything. It all starts here with belief. Because you can choose to say, oh, that, that's, that's not, that's not going to go for me. Or you can choose, oh, I'm in. I'm into that. I, I, I see that. I'm believing in it. I'm going for it. I'm believing that. You believe in all sorts of different things all day long. We all do. We all choose all sorts of things we want to believe. Most of the time, we're believing things that we can see or that the media tells us. This is a suggestion of something that you can't quite see yet. Now, what's interesting is that in many ways, we can see a lot of these things with science, with microscopes, with telescopes and the stars. We now have this world that was once dark and and an imagination is now into a reality. And how much more can we see these eyes, maybe, maybe not the physical eyes yet, but could be and could be possible. The health, um, the ideas, the imagination, the vision, the words in your mouth. What are they? I always say they are the architects of your future. You're building skyscrapers with your words and those skyscrapers can be good or they can be bad, but it all comes from right here, from your mouth, with your words, right? They have no fault in there. Think about the words and agreements that you're making in your relationships, right? What kind of relationships do you have? What are you saying about those relationships? What are you not saying? Do your relationships need life? Maybe it's in your marriage. Does your marriage need life? Does it need grace? What are you saying? What are you creating with your words? What agreements are you making in your marriage with your kids, with your friends, right? In your relationships. Let's bring this over to your physical body quickly. The agreements that you're making with your words. What are you saying about your body? Physically, right? Most, most you'll hear these. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not fast enough. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not whatever. Fill in the blank. Those are disempowering words that will hold you back. They will weaken you, which is why you feel weak when you think those thoughts which is why you get into a negative spin, negative hole. You're, you're holding on literally to poison when you do that. Literally drinking it. But the, the scriptures say, speak life, bring life. Start to see what it is that you want that to look like, to be like. And as you begin to change your thoughts about it, because the thoughts are the ancestors of our feelings, of our actions, Think about what you want to be thinking and dwelling on, right? And the power of your words to make that happen. 
Are your words full of grace? Just reviewing a couple of these notes. Are your words graceful? Review that. Think about that. Uh, in Psalms 101.5, quickly, I'm going to do one. There's one last bit in here that I, that I get into, uh, and it's about gossip. It's about gossip. Oh, it's a, it's a dirty, dirty word. Psalms 101.5 says, Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. Okay, gossip is unconfirmed reports about other people. Gossip is an addictive drug feeding the ego. There's no grace in it. There's no life in it. There's no love in it. There's no God in it. Because God is love. Think about gossip in your life. Take a moment. Just process the awareness. Are you speaking unconfirmed reports about other people? I heard this. Or did you know? Are you sure that you know about that? Are you sure that that is a confirmed report? Because these are agreements that you're making with your life and with your words. These are buildings that you're creating. This is an architecture that is being formed. And what do you want that to look like? How do you want it to be formed? If you want to be free from fault and blame in your life, you must decide to eliminate gossip. It must be. Gossip must be fully eradicated and forgiveness installed. The old is gone. The new has come. I want to challenge you to reflect a moment. And ask yourself, what gossip do you need forgiveness for? As you grow in your business, as you grow spiritually. It says, he is the vine. We are the branches apart from the vine that you are nothing. How are you getting connected to the vine? And what are you going to do about it? What are you going to see? What kind of growth are you going to look for? Because your spirit is going to grow and produce fruit for others. Fruit, 1 Corinthians 13, fruit. Love is patient, kind, self-discipline, and all those things. Galatians has, has all of the fruits of the spirit. All right? Think about those things. Challenge yourself. Ask for forgiveness about this area of your life so you can grow. Because you're carrying literally pounds of luggage on your life. When you, have, when you gossip and when you hold on to this unforgiveness, forgive them. Let it go. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Let it go. Let it go. Be Start creating and making new agreements, new contracts of who you are to who you want to be, to the greatness inside of you, to the new relationships, to the better relationships, right? To, to a higher level. First, get this cleaned up. Get this, get this going for yourself. Speak to yourself and rewrite your own agreements. How are you talking to yourself? Do you, under, do you realize what you're saying? Do you realize the words that are going on? When was the last time that you took a half hour and sat still and thought about these types of questions, these words, and these agreements? I want to challenge you on that. I'm going to leave you with a quote and then a couple things to take away into your day. The first is, 
Eleanor Roosevelt says it like this, great minds, um, great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. And I believe your mind is a growing and great mind. Growing and great. If this podcast is, is helpful for you in any way, I always ask, say, hey, give it a five star and send it out to five people because that'll help other people like you get transformed by making these decisions in their life. It's huge. It's big. If you feel like you want a deeper um, spiritual accountability, this is kind of where I go. Step two, you need accountability. You're, you're not, you don't have the disciplines. You're not accountable. You've lost that love and feeling. Right, just like it says in, in in Top Gun, there's a spiritual accountability group I check in with every single day. You can join more than you know fifty or so of us that are in there every day. We're checking in. What are we reading? What are we What are we talking about? What are we praying about? Get accountable. Get six pack. Get a six pack spiritually. That's how I That's how I break it down. Get a six pack spiritually. Do the work. Get consistent. Get accountable. And lastly, if there's anything that resonated with you, find me on Instagram, Anthony Thompson, Thompson with a zero at the end. Look for the yellow glasses. Let me know what you think. Let me know what resonated. Let me know what questions you have. Uh, I'm rooting for you. I'm praying with you. I'm praying with you. And I believe that this these agreements are going to change your life. I'll see you on the next one. Have a beautiful day.